Hey everyone, this is episode 15 called How Success Can Depress You. At the age of 27, he won his 18th Olympic gold medal, surpassed the all-time record for most Olympic medals won, and was honored as the most decorated Olympian ever by the International Swimming Federation. Then the depression hit, and Michael Phelps spent five days in his room without food or sleep. I didn't want to be in the sport anymore, he said. I didn't want to be alive. This post-achievement depression affects not only top athletes, but celebrities and CEOs as well. Whether it's an Academy Award, an Olympic gold medal, or a billion-dollar valuation, it seems paradoxical that the bigger the achievement, the more of a crash some of these high achievers feel after finally reaching their ambitious goal. They describe a lack of motivation, an inability to move on or start new projects, and a deep, unexplainable sadness. While not everyone who attains success feels this, the neuropsychology of dopamine might partly explain how this could happen. First, we need to understand how dopamine and goals are related. In my previous post, we saw how lasting happiness comes from progress towards a goal, which is mediated by dopamine, while achieving a goal gives short-term pleasure, which comes from natural opiates. But due to the nested nature of goals, some goals are just smaller sub-goals of a larger superordinate goal. So achieving those sub-goals activates both dopamine and opiates, resulting in a combination of short-term pleasure and a continued motivation towards the next sub-goal. This combo of dopamine and opiates in the brain is likely what makes us feel excited in the pursuit of a goal. A simple example of this is in the everyday goal of eating. For tasks like getting the ingredients, cooking and seasoning, you feel good after finishing each step and look forward to the next, because these are all smaller sub-goals of the larger goal of eating that delicious meal. When you've finally eaten, you feel full and satisfied and your mind is already thinking about what to do next. This is because the motivational framework of those smaller sub-goals is no longer relevant once you achieve the larger goal of eating. It'll be unusual if you suddenly felt motivated to get ingredients again right after you finish a meal. Now apply this to the larger abstract goal of winning an Olympic gold medal. The motivational framework becomes much more substantial in your brain, formed from all those daily habits and sub-goals accumulated over years of intense training. Then, when you finally achieve that goal, what happens? From the words of Michael Phelps himself, you work so hard for four years to get to the top of the mountain. What the hell am I supposed to do now? Where am I supposed to go? Who am I? Once he achieved his big goal, the motivational framework of neural circuits built up all those years have suddenly become irrelevant. Imagine looking at a satellite view of a bright city at night, and suddenly, a large section of the city goes dark. It feels like the loss of identity because an athlete's sense of self is shaped over those years of dedication. In response to this, the general advice given is for athletes to broaden their identities, to pick up hobbies or other interests outside of their career so they don't lose their entire sense of self post-Olympics. I find this quite ironic because the hyper-focus and extreme dedication towards their sport is what made them world-class athletes in the first place. Michael Phelps has spoken about training 365 days a year 
for five to six years straight without missing a single day. And I guess that's the price to pay to be the world's most decorated Olympian. But for those who do attain success without post-achievement depression, perhaps it's because their achievements were always sub-goals to begin with. Perhaps the ambitions they set out to achieve are just milestones on their journey. Perhaps that's the kind of higher goal we need to have, a destination that's always just out of reach, but close enough so that we don't give up, a vision of the future that we can continuously strive for and make progress towards for our entire lives. The life advice for me? The big goals we strive to achieve should be viewed as sub-goals of a higher purpose, as milestones in a long journey ahead. Also, exceptional success requires exceptional sacrifice.